With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Summer's coming, Washington, D.C., and so are pesky mosquitoes. Don't let mosquitoes ruin your backyard fun. Call your local True Green experts for True Green Mosquito Defense. This science-based treatment will help control mosquitoes in your yard within 24 hours and keep your family and pets comfortable all season long. Save 50% on your first mosquito service by visiting TrueGreen.com summer or call 877-629-0092. Say goodbye to mosquitoes and hello to the perfect outdoor space for summer. Call True green today. All this week on NBC4, new products to new technology. Susan Hogan is showing you how local restaurants are changing the way we dine in and take out in this new world. Tonight at 6. A new twist on outdoor eating. A lot of it is creating flexibility. How one local restaurant is making their outdoor space mobile, giving you plenty of sunshine and social distance for a stress-free meal. It's all part of restaurant revitalization. Tonight at 6 on NBC4, working for you. Hello, good evening and welcome to the Fatback 4 Daily. It is Thursday night and this brings to a close our World 11 teams that we've been working on throughout the week. Tonight will be the turn of the three forward players, right hand, left hand and central. We've done a series of polls today to get results. Some of them have been outrageous to be perfectly honest with you. And look, we'll see how we go as we go throughout this. With me tonight is Keith and Grizz and we'll be speaking of all these players and we're going to look at both teams, both viewers and the Trippers alternate team um, come the end of this show. This show is of course brought to you by Paddy Power, a bookies, a website and an app. If you gamble, please gamble responsibly and remember to do so with Paddy power uh ronaldinho over cristiano ronaldo let's here we go and here we go so let me just bring everybody up to speed before the madness, uh, I suppose, starts and continues on and probably will never end. Keith and Grizz are with me tonight. As we stand, the viewers' team of the moment is Buffon, Cafu, Canavero, Baresi, Maldini, Alonso, Gerard, Zidane. The Trippers' team, as it's being picked so far, Cannot have any of the same players in it as the viewers team. So it is Schmeichel, Zanetti, Van Dijk, Chiellini and Lamb, Roy Card, Iniesta and Hullet as its midfield. We went on today, Grizz, and we decided to do our wild players and we decided to do our front man. We've gone with a 4-3-3 formation. Um, 
simply to get a couple of midfielders in there. And I suppose the first place to start with is, is the first poll we had today. Now there was four players in, in, there was, there was eight players. There was two polls of four. Um, one of them had Messi in it. So he was going to win. We'll go on and discuss Messi in a minute. He did win. He romped it. But the other one threw up something, which was Cristiano Ronaldo and Ronaldinho in the same, um, poll. Mm-hmm. Now, Grizz, where do you stand on Cristiano Ronaldo and Ronaldinho? That's a tough one, isn't it, Gav? Mm. Bloody hell. Straight into the lion's den. I think it's very, as with all these things, as with all these type of world 11s and, you know, et cetera, et cetera, it's all about your personal faves, isn't it? It's very, very, very subjective. There, There's usually... There's usually the sensible answer and there's usually the, the fanciful answer, the dream answer. So, look, I could, <laughs> I'm, I'm no different. I could give you, I could, I, could, I, could, I, could, I could name both of them in my team and give you valid reasons for picking both. I mean, look, if I could choose one player that I would pay to watch or if there was... A, you know, one of those competitions where you can pick any player to play in your five-a-side team or even in your 11-a-side team, right? You know, I would pick Ronaldinho. I mean, an absolute magician. Probably the greatest, in my lifetime, the greatest entertainer, stroke, amazing footballer that I've ever seen. Um, but then... If I, wanted, if I wanted to win a tournament and if I wanted one player who would guarantee me goals, assists, etc., etc., it would be Cristiano Ronaldo. So I hope I've made that very clear. You've made it clear that clear you, don't know, more yeah, you don't know. You've made it very, very clear that you don't know who you choose. Um, and I suppose um, I, I don't think I, I did ask. I didn't ask you to choose, so that's I'm not going to be too, exactly. too harsh on you. But I can reveal that Ronaldinho won the won the vote. Um, I think he got forty five percent as opposed to Ronaldo's forty three percent. And do you know something? For once, Keith, recency bias didn't shine through. Now, wow. having said oh, that, did, the did. argument against Man, it, it, the argument against it is that possibly one of the players considered to be in easily in the top five players of all time has not made the viewer's choice for for World Eleven between nineteen ninety and today. Yeah, yeah, it's a tough one, isn't it? But uh, I suppose uh, a lot of people might argue, right, that the two of them should be in it. That Ronaldo mm. should be playing through the middle and you can put Ronaldinho and Leo Messi either side of them. And, you know, it's valid enough, you know what I mean? It's yeah, it, it's a tough one, but the fact that I, I was coming on here tonight, Gav, fully expecting to be looking at Cristiano Ronaldo not being a, an option of the alternates, do you know what I mean? And yeah. I'm actually shocked. So I. I think a lot of people, I don't know if the Man United tinted glasses might have... Um, Swayed so. some people, you know. And saying that so. now, if Phil was here, Phil would be arguing for loads of Man United. We had Dennis Irwin and Gary Neville. Yeah. I think he was only short of championing David May and Ronnie Johnson during that night for the defence. Yeah. But I think we have to balance it and we have to be realistic here. Now, Ronaldinho, I agree with what Chris said there. He is the most um, pure joy entertaining footballer 
I've ever seen because what he was was he was skills and tricks and flicks but effective with that you know he was doing things that you know when Ronaldo went to Man United he was doing all these step overs and all these little tricks but they were pointless do you know what I mean they weren't uh, they weren't getting him anywhere and they were actually ham- hindering his development a bit you know that way it was only but when he put all that shit out that he, he sort of really got rootless you know that way yeah, but shall I, shall I, shall I throw a, something at us, right, that we can discuss? And I think it's, I think... I love it, go. No, no, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, look, right, if you combine the two players in terms of ability of Ronaldinho and the professionalism, the dedication to his profession of Cristiano, I think you probably have the greatest player of all time, and I'm going above Maradona and Messi there. Because I think we discussed it in one of our, in our convos off, uh, in, in WhatsApp, where we said, Keith, that if, Ron, if Ronaldinho, I don't know how to put this, but if he could be bothered. Now, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not saying, you know, he wasn't bothered, but we know he's a bit of a party animal. We know he, he, loved, he, he loved his life, you know, outside the game, right? A bit too he much. He did. But if he could, if he could, now you talk about Cristiano Ronaldo and he's doing all his tricks and flicks and tricks at Old Trafford when he first came and it was looking pretty, but it wasn't getting him anywhere. But credit to Ronaldo, Keith, from there, as his his career progressed, he turned into the ultimate goal-scoring machine, in my opinion. That's what I'm saying. So, and that was dedicated, and that was, listen, there's a lot of Cristiano Ronaldo haters for the way he sort of, you know, gels his hair or whatever, yeah? And, you know, a lot of it's, like, jealousy from people like me and you. Yeah, I've got my, my very job, much right? so. Yeah. yeah. But, but you've got to admire and you've got to just absolutely give credit and take your hats off to his dedication to the game because to be playing at his age, at his level, consistently for the last four, five seasons in terms of goals and assists. It's ridiculous. And that's why I think if you combine the two players, I think you probably get the best player of all time ever. Yeah, I know. But listen, you, you could you could combine Messi and Ronaldo and he'd be better than Messi and yeah. Ronaldinho. You know no, what I mean? But no, 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 you wouldn't. Because yeah. no one, <laughs> including Messi, no one has got the skill, the technical ability of Ronaldinho, you see. That's what you're combining. Yeah, but you see, and we said this in the WhatsApp as well, Briz, I don't think the type of player, I said on the show last night as well, I don't think the type of player Ronaldinho is could have had that sort of um, will to do what Ronaldo done. Like Ronaldinho well, obviously, was a pretty spirited yeah, yeah. player. Barry, Barry and there. that was the magic about him. Bar- Barry yeah. Carr says there, yeah, Ronaldo, Ronaldo was a product of outright obsessive training. He just he yeah. literally put his head down and went, I'm gonna be the best. And in fairness to him he did, yeah. because I remember him he signed for United in two thousand and four, I think, just after Beckham goes to Real Madrid, am I right? And yeah. he he does come on. I think he makes his debut. It might be I might be wrong. I think it's a home to Fulham. I think they're winning the game easy. He comes on, he has a twenty minute cameo and he's running the defender ragged and he's you know, Rabone and crosses and he's doing all sorts of stuff. The crowd loved it. But you did see in his first probably year or so at United that there was loads of 
flair and skill, but the end product probably wasn't there. And then he just goes through the roof, um, absolutely through the roof. And he has done probably since around, I would say, probably 2006, seven. From there on in, yeah. for the last 12, 12 years or so, he's just See, off the charts. You, usually, Sorry, Grace, usually before, before, say- before you shout me, Grace, every time you speak to me, it sounds like you're in a wind tunnel. So if you if you have if you have earphones in and there's a mic near you, just take it away and stop roaring at the phone because you're blowing the ears off the two of us. But go on, what you're saying? Am I too loud? Yeah, because you're too close to the phone, I think. But go on. So basically, what I was going to say is that's much better. Usually, usually you'd say um, if a if a manager like Alex Ferguson, for example, Alex Ferguson gets a hold of Cristiano Ronaldo nice and early in his in his playing career. Right and molds him and tells him that, you know, the only way to become one of the greatest is to dedicate your life. And he listened, right? So, it, is it fair to say, or is there a case to say, Ronaldinho didn't ever get a coach like that? Because in his heyday, the coach, correct me if I'm wrong, uh, was it Rijkaard? Rijkaard, yeah. It was Rijkaard at Barcelona, wasn't it? Yeah. And Rijkaard was. was making his name in the game. Uh, as a manager, you know, he wasn't sort of the father figure type that Alex was to Ronaldo. Uh, to Ronaldo. So things could have been different. I know it's difficult. And and I probably agree with you, Keith, that we're saying that we can't, you can't really see uh, Ronaldinho, you know, ever changing his ways, uh, you know, under any any coach. But, you know, maybe that was food for thought that if, if someone like Alex Ferguson or a, or a, um, what was the guy's name? The one with the Capello. Someone like Capello got hold of him and didn't take away the the skill and flair, but sort of Kev uh, Keegan. Uh, Kev Keegan know, would have had filled him. him. Filled him with, filled him. No, no, filled him with the professional side. Just advised him, like, look, this is your life. Dedicate it, and you will be not known as one of the greatest entertainers of all time. You will be known as the greatest footballer of all time which I think he 100% had the potential to be, but I don't think he fulfilled that prophecy. Mm. I don't know. I genuinely know. Listen, I've, I know where you're coming from with Capello and, and Ferguson. Maybe if you look at it like of a, of a Wenger as well, you know, mm. Wenger is a sort of player, that, manager that does let players go out and be who they are. Kevin Keegan is probably the best man for it, in my opinion, but that's just me being mad. But I don't know. I think I think Ronaldinho stands out there as... He's his own man, and I don't think anyone would have changed him, Chris. Like to the point where yeah. the rumor the goes around that he's going to sign for Manchester United and he asks for a helicopter after every game. Now he knows going there to United with Alex Ferguson, a helicopter and requests like that are not gonna are not gonna cut it. But he does it anyway because that's who Ronaldinho is. You know, he ends up going to Paris Saint Germain in the end, but. Uh, no, he went from Paris Saint Germain to Barcelona. Paris Saint Germain to Barcelona. Um, yeah. But it's just, I think he's just, like, he will go down as a great entertainer, but I think he goes down as one of the best footballers you've ever seen as well. Because, listen, I've seen very entertaining footballers, but he had the lot. He, and we spoke, me, yeah. myself, Keith and Phil spoke about uh, Ronaldinho. He came up the other night and we are speaking about him. And you just wax lyrical about the guy because he was just an outrageous footballer. But to pick him over Cristiano Ronaldo, I think... Um, I think it's a little bit much because I think I think if you look at Ronaldo's goal record, if the flair he has, the skill he has, um, the the attributes he has with regards to pace, power, 
he has the skill. He can head a ball. He can hit a ball from 30 yards. He's a finisher in the box. For the, for, for people, although don't get me wrong, Ronaldinho, I'm with Grizz. If you were to ask me over the last 20 years, what player would you like to go and watch? Bar Messi. Yeah. I think Ronaldinho was right up there. But, oh, but, but, but Ronaldo for me. I wouldn't hate to watch Cristiano Ronaldo. No. I, I'm no. not a fan of Cristiano Ronaldo. He's just too mechanical. I understand not that. My but listen, listen. He he gets results. He's got results wherever yeah, he's gone. Keith, this he is goes, this is the thing. Yeah, but this is the thing. This is this is where the title of this team, right, is very important, and what tag we give it, and what sort of branch it comes under. Because if it's, ugh, I mean, if it's an all star, all time eleven, uh, you know, maybe you could make a stronger case for Ronaldinho. But this is your best, your world eleven. Since 1990. Yeah. Sort of Basically this, the this Champions is, League era. This is your team that goes and you put into a World Cup competition and you just go and win it and come home with the trophy. You're not looking to sort of entertain and dazzle it, et cetera, et cetera. So, you know, it, as we know, it's very subjective. You know, it's, it's, it's all about favourites. And you said, you know, us being a uh, an LFC-based uh, podcast, you can imagine a lot of anti-Man United sort of votes. Yeah. There. It may, it may I mean, as we saw with the Liverpool votes yesterday getting players in, you know. Well, well, most of this show tonight is probably going to us, be us picking our alternates because, you know, yeah. like Ronaldinho's gone into the, to the viewer's choice, okay? So we have to... Now, usually I would give each of us a player or a position each to pick, but I feel like tonight we need to discuss this and we need to come to an agreement between the three of us, basically so no one can blame each other, you know, after the, after the event. But I'm going to have to put it out there, like... Ronaldo just goes straight into the alternate side, doesn't he? Keith? Not even an option. Yeah, it's not even an option. I have a whole yeah, not, down no. in front of me, and I have him in there since earlier. Like, so it's no brainer. Yeah, I'm not. It? I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna be try to be clever like Phil. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say how it is, and Ronaldo goes in there. So there's no debate about that. Yeah. Okay. So the force of the um, the attacking uh, positions is filled by Ronaldinho for the viewers and Cristiano Ronaldo for the trippers alternate side. Uh, let me see. Kevin Sullivan says Messi will always be number two for me purely because he was never brave enough number to move to, to Ronaldo. I think. Number, um, nah, no, no. Really. Listen, I haven't no, finished. Um, he was <laughs> never brave enough to move outside his comfort zone. Let's have a little chat about Lionel Messi. Um, <clears throat> Lionel Messi comes yes. to comes to the fore at Barcelona around 2006, I think. I think he's around yeah. He's around when they win the Champions League against Arsenal he in is, Paris. But he's, yeah, he's, he's yeah. breaking through. He's breaking year, through. Um, he's gone on to win, I don't know how many Ballon d'Ors, European Cups, um, Spanish League, Spanish Cups. Hasn't quite happened for him at international uh, level. But in fairness, um, in the years he's been there, Argentina have been a mess, in my opinion, from yeah. the managers they've had to the players that they've had and persisted with. Um, I don't think international has done them any favours. They've tried to build around his, them, but everyone else have let you them know, down. Go his on. record isn't as bad internationally compared to Ronaldo if you take out friendlies. Mm. You know, it's it's in World Cups and Copa America, let's say, compared to Euros and World Cups. They're quite similar. Um, goal was. And if you look at the standard of competition, now, look, I'm going to put my hand up. Messi's the best player I've ever seen. Messi's the best player of all time. I've been in the new camp watching Messi and it was, without being sounded too fucking ridiculous here, it was like something I've never experienced before in my life. The atmosphere when the ball goes near him, it's 
it's out of this world. And one of my ambitions is to bring my son to see him before he retires. Like Messi is a fucking god to me. And I don't ever agree with the whole thing that but Ronaldo's a better goal scorer because, you know, he's they're, they're both on a par and Messi's two years younger than him. You know what I mean? Like they they really are two phenomenons. Like they, they ruin it for everybody else. Because the amount of goals well, these fuckers are getting is outrageous. Go ahead, Chris, what are you gonna say there? No, no, no. I was gonna say, look, you've you've literally said what I think. Right, so we're on the same page in terms of his greatness. Um, but I'm going to have to play devil's advocate. And what was it? Kev O'Sullivan said uh, that on the yep. comments, Gav. Yep. So, look, I'm just playing devil's advocate here, Keith. So go easy on me. All right. But the, because from, I agree with you, right? Let's get out of the way. But he didn't and he hasn't gone to other clubs. At the and uh, no, no, he shouldn't. He he doesn't have to. He doesn't have to, right? But that can be held against him. He's it's not always held only, against him. Yeah, he's not the he's not the only great player that's been part of a, a poor international setup, right? So yeah, you can say other great players have been part of poor international setups. And have better records. I'm just I would say Ronaldo was being part of a bad international setup, and, and they went and done well and won the Euros. You know what I mean? Go. So, so the they got over the line there. Yeah. So, so the prosecution could build, you know, for uh, a, a, a slight case in terms of look, he needs to do it in the major leagues. He doesn't have to, but it would have been the icing on the cake, yeah. so to speak. You know, um, there would be absolute. There would be absolute no discussion because should be, as the, a result of that, there is a discussion. We are having a discussion. There's don't always a discussion. Wrong. Yeah, don't get me wrong. He's 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 fucking. Listen, we talk about pressure, and we talk about we talk about why hasn't he gone? And he's probably at the biggest club in the world the last 10, 20 years, and the pressure on him just to perform. The world's best defensive coaches, the best defensive players, formulating plans all week, months, how they're going to stop him. Yet he continuously de- delivers in every major competition, club competition we're talking here. In the yeah. biggest games, you know, you as you say, the ball goes to him. We all, we, wherever we are, whether it's the new camp or wherever in our living rooms, we stand yeah. up. We think, well, okay, here we go. So, and you know, and and you just have to look at the testimony of of players and coaches around to see how great he was. But I think for the discussion to be no discussion, he should have, or he would have, if he did, or if he did, went to other leagues and performed like Cristiano Ronaldo has. I think there would be absolute zero discussion. Mm. Well, you see, the, way, the reason I counter that, right, I'll jump in before we move on. The reason I counter that is Cristiano Ronaldo's a hobo. Cristiano Ronaldo moved to, from Sporting Lisbon as a 21-year-old or whatever he was, 90, I don't know what age he was when he moved to Manchester. Younger, yeah, 18. So he already, has, he already has a move under his belt at that age, right? And his dream then, his target was to get to Real Madrid. So he was always going to move. Messi went to Barcelona as a child. Went through a lot of shit there to even get to Barcelona when he had issues with his uh, growth hormones, things like that, you know. So he put a lot into Barcelona and didn't move when he could have moved. 
I think the, the fact that he said it shouldn't be used as a yardstick because Barcelona are one of the top teams and consistently been one of the top teams in the world. So why would he move to do it in another league? Do you know what I mean? Like if, if Messi was to move to PSG, just to, for just example, if you move to PSG would and won a league in France, would that make him any better than if he stays and wins it in Barcelona? I don't think it will. I think Ronaldo moving to Juventus is just hoovering up legs. You know, that's just my opinion. And I... I, I I respect everyone else's view on this. I just no, I right. agree. I, I tend to agree with you, but it, it's just to can't wait to get a word in here. Like this, uh, it's forget about gaps not happening. Like this, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I we'll think finish it's... off on one thing before I let Gav have a word. Another one thing, right? I done a geeky comparison between the two days earlier on in the season after about ten games. It was right all over the whole careers, including club and internationals, because I'm a bit of a sap like that. And between the two of them, right, at that stage, Ronaldo had played 981 club and country games, right? Mm-hmm. 706 goals, 250 assists. Outrageous right. numbers. Nine, 956 yeah, goal involvements. Yeah. Right. Messi, after 844 games, had 684 goals and 297 assists, 981 goal involvements. So we had more goal involvements in less games, but it's more or less neck and neck. You know, I was surprised the amount of assists Ronaldo had racked up. I always saw him as a selfish player. The two of them are just outrageous. Like they've, I, I looked at other players that were involved in this and the numbers that they got compared to these two, it just blows everything out of water. Oh, they drop, yeah. They drop significantly, don't they? Yeah, yeah it's mad. It's unreal. Um, right. Lionel Messi. There we go. Um, how are you? Go, uh, nice of you to join us, Gav. Um, <laughs> I think he's about mad. I think he's about mad. I think if... I don't know why Lionel Messi has to go and play in other countries. Lionel Messi... We, we look at players all the time. Like There's loads of comments coming in here, right? Avo says, I could never accept Ronaldo as a truly great player because I hate him. And that's why I know he is a great player. I hate great players who don't yeah, play for yeah, us. Yeah, exactly. Right? Oh, okay. exactly. Paul, Paul says, let Gav speak. Paul, I'm here now. Don't worry. I, I'll, I'll bring you back to normality. Gav speaks um, every day. No, um, no <laughs> way. Uh, Fahim feels that no way Ronaldinho should have a spot on the team. Well, he's being voted in, Fahim. You should have been on our Twitter earlier and affected the vote. And yeah. you could have because it was really close. Uh, Dan Tom says, Messi repaid the faith Barca has shown him when he was a kid and stuff. And he did for his family. I'll get to that in a second. Uh, my argument, um, uh, Dylan O'Rourke's gone on about Harvey Elliott's toilet paper, keep you up your challenge. He ended that whole competition yesterday, in fairness. Wonderful. Um, the numbers prove how much they both needed each other, said Kev O'Sullivan. Right. Lionel Messi, right? People, like Kev started this, right? Kev started this with a comment saying that he'd always be second to Ronaldo because he never went out of his comfort zone. Let me tell you something. We speak about players all the time. List them, right? Um, Philippe Coutinho, Luis Suarez, um, you could probably put Mane in there if anything happens in the future. You know, the list is endless. Players that want to play for Barcelona and Real Madrid. Okay? That's the way it's set out in Europe. That's just the way you're going to have to, you just, you just have to deal with that. Okay? Is it easing off a little bit? Maybe so, because other clubs are coming to the fore. Liverpool being one of them where we can be a destination rather than a stepping stone. Okay? Lionel Messi turns up at Barcelona. In 2006, when they're on the cusp of taking over Europe, let's be honest about it, and he goes and p- puts himself out there and ends up probably within three years being the best player around. All right, why should he live? Why should he live? 
the difference is as much as Cristiano Ronaldo leaves leaves Portugal to go to a big side, okay, in Manchester United, Cristiano Ronaldo's wish was always to play for Real Madrid. Don't let anybody yeah. tell you any different, okay? And listen, even if Cristiano Ronaldo would have went and he's gone to Juventus now, and I agree with Ke- or with Keith, I think he's gone over there and he's hoovering up a couple of tiles. He's literally he wants to take every penalty, he wants to take every free kick. He's standing in the middle of the box nowadays oh, looking to score goals. No, That's no, no hold on, Chris, Chris, Chris. That is what he's doing. Okay, but forget oh, no, Christian. No, no, for, no, forget, no. hold on, forget Ronaldo for a minute. I agree with Keith on that. I do agree with him on that. Okay, um, but forget Ronaldo for a minute. Lionel Messi does not le- need to go anywhere else. Okay, at the end of the no. day, Lionel Messi just ended up at his destination at 16 or 17 years of age. That's where he ended up. You know what I mean? If Chris, if, if Lionel Messi had have ended up at, let's say for argument's sake, he was at Benfica. And he plays a season at Benfica and he pulls the Portuguese league apart. And Barcelona come in and give him 20 million, 20 million for a 16 year old. You bring him over and he, he, he's one less season at Barcelona. Are we all going to say, oh, well, he went out of his comfort zone because he was at Benfica before? No, we're not. We just have to look at the cold hard facts. And the reason I set Messi apart from Ronaldo, they're both brilliant players, the goals, the, the assists, the, the technique, the, the outrageous moments. The reason I set Messi apart is, I feel that if a game needs to be won and a game needs to be taken by the scruff of the neck and dragged through, Messi is your man. And he can do it from his own half with passes he can make. He can do it from the middle of the park, left, right. He can play false nine. Now, don't get me wrong. Ronaldo, hold on. Ronaldo can do false nine. He can do front man. He can do left, right. But Ronaldo's not going to come back into the middle of midfield, turn, beat two or three players and waltz through and Bounce, no, no, bounce no, one tails around. I'm not That's, that. I'm, I'm, I'm telling I'm, you, I'm, Lionel Messi stands apart me, for me as the no, best no, footballer I, you have I, ever seen. I agree. Go on. Okay, I agree. With your last paragraph and sentence, I agree. Okay? Mm-hmm. He is the greatest footballer, mm-hmm. and I've said that. Now, what I won't have, I'm not having it. I won't have disrespect to Cristiano Ronaldo and say he can't take the game by the scruff of the neck, mm-hmm. do this because he has done it yeah. for big teams in big competitions mm-hmm. in different leagues. Mm. The only difference, the only, this is the closing statement we move on now because Messi Ronaldo is boring, right? The only difference... We can talk about them all night, Chris. I have a, stats, I have a spreadsheet only, in front of me here that can talk about all night. Spreadsheet, now that we don't do that spreadsheet. <laughs> stuff, right, so, so basically... The, what it comes down to, in my opinion, and I think thousands and millions will agree with Grizzier, what it comes down to is you can't say, oh, he can't do this, he can't do that. Both of them can do everything. It just comes down to talent. And Lionel Messi is more talented. We cannot take anything away from Cristiano Ronaldo. We shouldn't take anything away. Just because we're comparing two of possibly the greatest five players of all time ever they're in the yeah. same generation they're playing at the same time so therefore we shouldn't for the sake of it just because we we prefer Messi discredit Ronaldo let's just say Messi is is the best but let's not discredit Cristiano Ronaldo and say he can't do this he can't do that he's just not as talented as Messi which but makes him not as good he stayed in his but yeah. the fact, he's just not as good but the fact that he's sort of stayed on his tail 
is absolute credit to his dedication to his game. Mm. That's what I will say. Because you've got to remember, being, a, being one of the greatest footballers of all time is not all about skill and talent. No, well, that's true. Uh, well, I think a lot of it is, in fairness. Um, <laughs> if you've no skill and no talent, I can see you becoming one of the best players in the world. Um, listen, Ronaldinho and Messi are make up the viewers' choice. So we have Ronaldo. Not so, bad. So Not we, bad. we need a right-sided player, basically, right? Now, we, can, we can't have, obviously, we can't have Messi. Um, we can't yeah. have Ronaldo because he's there. So between the three of us, we need to come up with a player that's going to go in and compliment Ronaldo on the left-hand side of our attack. Grizz, who, are you, who would you like to go for on the right-hand side? Grizz just gone. He's just had enough. Uh, Keith, <laughs> Keith, who would you like to bring in on the right-hand side? Well, who I'd like to bring in won't be the most popular. You know, people... Sorry, I was like, sorry. I was oh, go for it, Grizz. You go. No, no I was no, just going to say the person I'd, I'd be looking to bring in would be Michael Loudrup, and that's only a personal choice because I'm an old fucker who likes olden days football. I feel Michael Loudrup is one of the best... Um, the best, most underrated superstars of that I can remember. Do you know what I mean? Like Michael Eldrup was absolutely sensational and never gets spoken about as one of the greats. And to me, I'd go Michael Eldrup. I could see maybe a Neymar maybe doesn't get the credit he deserves. He's a, I, I don't like him. My young fella loves Neymar. And if I'm playing football and he says, oh, Neymar, I stop it. And I'm like, ha, none of that. Diving little shy, but talent boys Neymar is very, very talented footballer, you know what I mean? So, my choice would be Loudrup, but I'm open to any other suggestions. Okay, Chris, who are you having? So, you've confused me guys here about this format because are we talking about from from someone from the polls? No, or? you can have no, anybody, no, you can have no. anyone, you can, can have, have anyone. anyone you like. All right, so what we've just we've, we've selected. Ronaldinho on the left. No, no, no. The the, the no, viewers, no. the viewers have no. Jesus Christ, Chris. The viewers. We have, can't have anyone in the yeah, same as we the can't viewers. have any of the same players as the viewers. So they have ah, Ronaldinho, okay. Messi. So we have Ronaldo. So who are you going on the other side? All right. So this is on the left. Yeah. No. Yeah. Roy. This but it doesn't right. matter. A wide player. This is on the right. Well, I, I I'm a, again. Me and Keita, old boys. So I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say a bad word about Michael Laudrup. I thought he was, he was so so silky. We're talking about one of the, one of the finest dribblers. Just pure yeah. natural ability to just dribble. Not the old, the old football exercise. What you do with just basic uh, dribbling through cones with a football. Yeah. I mean, you could see him sort of do that all day long. At, he went at, to the at, shops at, doing that, he, didn't he? Michael Eldrup oh, done his blade weekly shopping through Collins. So smooth, so smooth. I um, I don't know if you guys read one of my messages at four o'clock in the morning when I woke up and all of you were asleep and I mentioned the player. Uh, Who did I, you mention? I, I, Luis Figo. Mm, and yeah. I thought Luis Figo was, has been so underrated. I thought another magician of, you know, with the football playing with the likes of uh, the, the, the players he did at Barcelona and then going to Madrid and being part of the Galacticos. It, yeah. you, you need balls. And this guy had balls, man. He Leldrup done the same thing. Hey? Leldrup, Leldrup done the same, done the same thing. thing. 
Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Fair enough, fair enough. So, it's a tough one. But I do agree, FIFA was a good if you if, you, if you're talking about the right and you want effectiveness and you want deadly marksman from the right, I think, you know, Robin's a shout. I thought Robin yeah. was, you know, Robin, so. you know, on the, on, the, on the PlayStation, I always used to have a Robin in my team because you cut in and, and take the shot with Robin. You're, you're 85, 90% guaranteed a goal. Look, it comes down to personal choice. This is it. Figo and Loudrop. I'm happy to go with Loudrop because the guy was just beautiful to watch. You know, he's so tall, you know, elegance, you know. He had everything. He had absolutely everything. Upright, sort of this no diving, you know, the hits they used to take in those in those times. He was he could play yeah. as a false nine as well. So could Figo. Figo could do all that as well and just mesmerize fullbacks. But I'm happy and I'm sure I'm missing out. I'm sure I'm missing out on the stack of them as well. You know what I mean? Well, it's, I'm, look, it's tough, I'm, isn't it? I'm looking. I'm looking through the comments here, and Kevin Sullivan saying, "Do you want someone on the right cutting in, or a wire player to cross for the two in the middle? Well, there's only going to be one in the middle. Well, maybe we'll have Ronaldo at the back post. Yeah. Uh, there's an argument going on about Gerrard in the chat. Uh, whether he play for one or two teams? Uh, Avo says Gerrard play for one. So what's the problem? Uh, other people are pointing two. out that he played for two, but can you call it like yeah. Galaxy a team? Says Avo. Um, it's it's a good argument, I suppose. I'm reading sorry, I'm reading here. Tyler Smith says I'm just still disgusted at your voting result. Ronaldinho over Cristiano was a hundred percent wrong. Uh, come on, man. That listen, we didn't vote. That's didn't not vote. us. We I thought we were there. getting Ronaldinho and our team, to be honest. Listen, Tyler, this was about elections. This Ty- was very, very fair. Tyler says voters need to give their head a wobble. Well, you see, the problem is and we found with the, I found with the votes anyway, people were voting, but they weren't retweeting it. So if you retweet it, you're going to retweet it to people that you interact with online and they probably have similar views to you. And when you retweet and you voted for whoever that player is, somebody of similar mind will probably vote for that player as well. But it would happen to be people are just coming across this poll, hitting who they liked and leaving it there. And that's where you get these sort of things that went on. Um, yeah. But going back to... See no. the thing. The thing with the Neymar shout, I get that with Wouldn't Keith because Neymar is a Neymar is another Ronaldinho. You see, you know, in terms yeah. of talent, he's fucking oozes it. But, yeah, but he's the opposite, isn't he? He's like a snidey little fucker. Yeah. Whereas Ronaldinho like, was sort of a smiling assassin. Neymar is a little bastard. Yeah, he's the people's. He's the people's. Listen, you yeah. could say Neymar is the Ronaldo of the Messi and Ronaldo comparison to Neymar yeah. and Ronaldinho. You know, do you get what I mean? You know, yeah. not very is there, popular. Is, is there an argument for Rivaldo? No, not yeah. the well. I mean, look, if I Rivaldo was in the attacking midfield section, wasn't he? Um, yeah, other than that, I'd have had him. But yeah, why there's not an argument for Diego Maradona is beyond me. But we put him in as an attacking midfielder, you know what I mean? But you know, I don't know. It's I'm, I'm happy to go with Loud Drop just over Figo. Um, not much in it, but I'm happy just because I'm a nice guy. Um, okay. I'll, I'll bow down to, you know, Keith. Well, I, I'm so tra- I, I, Loudrup was a brilliant player. I'm trying to think of someone that was left hands, left, left footed, but came in. And Arian Robin is the one that stands yeah. out for me. Yeah. Robin stands out. He was brilliant. Yeah. He a lot was, of injuries, but wasn't he? But I tell you, just for the nostalgia, I'll, I'll take Loudrup. I'll take Michael Loudrup. So we are now sitting with. Um, a team as we stand before we go to strikers uh, let me run through it again before I run through it again 
please hit the like on the on the YouTube page. Uh, please hit the bell icon so you get notification that we've gone live. And please subscribe. If you're on Twitter or you're on Periscope, please share it onto your timeline. As I said yesterday, we don't ask for any money off anybody for this. We don't charge. We never will charge. It'll never be anything but free, this content. All we're asking for is a couple of clicks on buttons a week just to support us and help us try grow. Um Buffon, Cafu, Cannavaro, Baresi, Maldini, Alonso, Gerard and Zidane, uh, Messi, Ronaldinho. That's how the viewers stand at the moment. We stand with Schmeichel, Zanetti, Van Dijk, Chiellini, Lamb, Rijkaard, Iniesta, Hullet, Michael Laudrup, Cristiano Ronaldo. And now we get down to strikers. And I'm going to, I'm basically going to look, I'm going to cut this very short. Um we had two polls and both these players ran amok in the polls. We <coughs> had, I think, Ronaldo. Um, I'm just going to call him Ronaldo, the Brazilian Ronaldo. That's who we're talking about. So when we reference Ronaldo, that's who we're speaking about. Uh, Ronaldo came in with something like 77% of the vote. And in the other vote, Thierry Henry came in with 76 or something along that. It went to the final and Ronaldo came in as the winner. He, he blitzed Henri on about 72%, I think. So it was Ronaldo, or R9, as people like to call him, if you're in the know. Um, so, El Phenomenal. Yes. So El Phenomenal, yeah. Ronaldo, the Brazilian Ronaldo, for the two old blokes I'm sitting talking to tonight. Uh, <laughs> Keith, I'm going to let you go first. Whoever is moving around with that mic, I'm going to punch the head off, just to let you know, because I'd say that this is as annoyed as Could I am. But, Keith, I'm going to give you the first show. Ronaldo, go. Ah, he was amazing, wasn't he? Um, anyone that's young, right, that's listening to this, that thinks Cristiano Ronaldo is the real Ronaldo, and this other fella is a fat fella, go back and watch clips of him. This fella was an absolute... His nickname is the El Phenomenon. He was phenomenal. This fella was outrageous. And you can go back. He was part of the Brazil squad for the 94 World Cup. He was only 17. That's he right. didn't feature... But he was, he burst onto the scene then at PSV and then at Barcelona. If you look at him at Barcelona and Inter Milan, a lot of people will know him maybe from his Real Madrid days. He was after getting a couple of bad injuries by that stage and was still outrageously good. Yeah. Outrageous. But if you look at him at Inter and at Barcelona, this fella was, if he hadn't got the injuries, I'd have, I'd have said he'd be the best forward player of all time without a doubt. He is absolute fucking mustard. He was, you know, do you know something? When, when I look at Ronaldo, like you were talking about the 94 World Cup. People say treat yourself like you need a reason. But McDonald's treats are perfect for every day. Like bold McCafe iced coffee. Get any size for $1.69. Or pick up any size sweet tea for a dollar. The largest served in an insulated cup that keeps your tea cold. Feeling a little extra something-something? Try the classic bakery sweets like an apple fritter. With so many ways to treat yourself, you don't need an excuse. Just come back tomorrow. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. There. And you see him after. He has the braces, doesn't he? And he's he's yeah. celebrating. And <coughs> he's still a unit. Like, <coughs> excuse me. He's not a small bloke. He's an absolute unit. No. And around that time, 94, 95, we had Robbie Fowler at Liverpool. And Robbie Fowler was just downright finisher. He was... He was he was yeah. a brilliant footballer. Don't get me wrong, extremely intelligent at what he did. Uh, but when when he and I love Robbie Fowler, I think he's still the best finisher we've ever seen at the club. But 
or I've seen uh, over a long stretch. Ian Rush, yeah. I remember the back end of Ian Rush. You know, probably not the back end, but you know the, the later part of Ian Rush's yeah. career. The last post Juventus. Well, no, yeah, the last six seven years of it. Um, but Robbie Fowler, you know, was just outrageous. A re- really intelligent footballer could score all sorts of goals and stuff like that. Um, hit them from outside the box, curled them, dipped them. He could chip keepers. He could lash them in the net. He scored a fair share of headers. Um, but when Ronaldo came along. I remember it's probably around ninety six. I think he's around there, isn't he? When he's yeah. he ends Barcelona, I think in ninety six. He only does one yeah. season at PSV under Bobby Robson. Yeah, I remember. And he was look. Listen, we weren't watching a hell of a lot of Dutch football at the time, right? Let's let's put our hands up. But what you see, yeah, not well. You yeah. weren't. You, even you weren't. And when when you seen me you went Jesus this guy looks brilliant and then he goes to Barcelona I think in 96 he goes to Barcelona maybe 97 um, someone might you know uh, fill that in for me but then at Barcelona and then onto Inter Milan it was just mind blown what he was doing because he was yeah. in the box he was scoring the odd, the odd header he was banging them in left foot right foot he was putting defenders on their arse whether that was in the box outside the box on the halfway line he was in the corner with footballs and he was just going by three and four fellas he was just mesmerising that's the only and oh. I don't mean in, a, in the skill sense it was just he would have the most deft bit of skill to go past you and then he would just shoulder you out of the way as if get away yeah. you know if, if you try if he done you with a nutmeg or, or a fleet of foot or a slight movement then you try to get back at him and you go I'm not letting this fella do it and you just bounce off him. then he'd throw strength <coughs> and show pace and he'd burst past you and then he he could chip the keeper he could curl it he could place yeah. it he could bang it he just was ridiculous absolutely do you ridiculous. know what it's like if I can jump in there um Gav, you know the way when Liverpool, the opposition team were getting a corner on Liverpool and it was an absolute model that we'd break yeah. and it'd be three players would be gone. Ronaldo was this on his own. Like if Ronaldo got the ball in his own box, you're on the edge of your seat thinking this fucker can run this pitch. Mm. And I know that sounds, you know, you think no one runs the pitch. He could run the pitch and he could bounce players off him and he could... You know, go through them, and it's not. It wasn't just when you say bouncing players, you make him sound like a bit of a battering ram. He was, you know, doing skills and flicks and tricks like he was absolutely outrageous. This fella, like anyone that hasn't seen him, go back and look at him. This fella was outrageously good. Grace, how good you was see, he? I've, you see, I've um, we get into debates with football fans of now so many times, don't we? People that are how how many how would you say under thirty maybe wouldn't have seen him much maybe something like that. Yeah. Well, around ninety something. around ninety seven, if you were born in say ninety five, so that make it probably twenty four twenty five years of age. Yeah, and it's difficult. It's difficult because the names that we've discussed, you know, Maradona, Messi, Cristiano Ronaldo, Rivaldo, Romario, so many great strikers and absolute. So we're not we're talking elite. This this guy for me, Gav and Keith, and you know, I'm sure you'll agree because listening to you guys, we're all on the same page here. If it wasn't for his injuries, this is the biggest tragedy in football for me. His injuries, this this Catalina career, this guy. You know, Keith, you just said you talk of him as a battering ram. This is this is it. He was everything. He yeah. was your false nine. He was your authentic old school nine. He could play on any of the flanks. 
If you gave yeah, me a choice over Ronaldo, over you know, uh, over Ronaldinho and all these wide men, Robin, what we discussed, I'd play him. I'd make sure this Ronaldo was in my team regardless. Yeah. Do you know what we, we we speak about Robin? And you know the thing about Robin was when he got the ball, you knew what he was going to do, but he was so hard to stop, and yeah. that's perfectly true. But Ronaldo was the exact same. You know, when he faced up yeah. a player on the inside left channel, and you knew he yeah. was going to throw his leg his right foot over the ball, switch around to his yeah. left, and go past you, and you knew he was yeah. going to do it. You just could yeah. not get near him. I was and, just going to say, yeah, yeah. There's not a there's not a footballer born that you could say was unstoppable. This guy was the, the the true, the exact definition of, of unstoppable. Messi, you could say, was his... We've discussed Messi, right? But you could sometimes, very, very rarely sometimes say, if you've got like three six-footers around him, maybe they'd outmuscle him. You could not do that to that Ronaldo. No. There's no way he would be out-jumped, out-muscled, outskilled in every facet of a striker's game. He and he was lying and quick as well. He was ridiculous. The, the, look, every computer game, that every, every PlayStation game that kids play these days, I am 100% convinced was based on just watching that Ronaldo play. He was phenomenal. He was not real. He was out of this world. He's, he's, you, you just have to watch his games back to see the surfaces he played on. The defenders, the way they clattered him and broke him in half. He was outrageous. One of, no, not one. Probably my favourite, most favourite player of all time. He was. He scores a goal. Um, I remember watching, I think it was the Bobby Robson documentary. And they're talking... You know, it's it's a documentary. The man dies fairly soon after it's made, and they're they're talking about his time at PSV, and they and they go on. I'm nearly sure it was a documentary, and they go on to talk about um, Ronaldo. Now, Bobby, I think Bobby Robson has him at PSV and goes to Barcelona. I think he goes with him. Right, am I right in saying that he goes with him? That's right. Right. So he's at Barcelona, and they're playing away, and I don't know who they're playing. But basically, I don't think Ronaldo's having the best of games, but he scores this goal where he basically gets it on the left touchline near the halfway line and he bounces off a couple of players. He goes past another fella. He jumps another fella as he dives in. He runs down the pitch. He drops a shoulder on somebody. He bursts past. He scores this goal. And you can actually the footage of it and you can see the staff at Barcelona have their head in their hands seeing this. It was like... It was against Compostela. Compostela, and that's the the name. I'm nearly sure, yeah, I think you're right. Compostela was in my head, but I didn't want to say it in case I was completely wide of the mark. No, I'm always here But, to, but it's, it's, it's one of those goals when he scores it, and you actually see people with their hands on their head in disbelief at what this guy has done. In disbelief at what well, he's done. Well, we're talking, listen, we're talking, about, we're talking about coaches that have seen... Seen them all. We're talking about Jose Mourinho, Bobby Robson... Capello, Ancelotti, you name them, you ask them. Mm. They all say, you know, and they've they've coached all the players, you know, you know, even Guardiola. Everyone has coached the likes of Messi and all these great other players that we're talking about, the Ronaldos, the Messi's, whatever, whatever. They all say unanimously that if it wasn't for his injuries, the single most 
the single best striker they've seen in their lifetimes is that Ronaldo. Yeah, he would have been. Hands down. He would go down as probably the most devastating strike you've ever seen. Like, he, we talk about um, he's, he's at Barcelona. Where does he, he goes to in? Sorry, he goes, he goes to Inter. Goes to Inter. And then he goes Real yeah. Madrid, right? Yeah. And, 40 odd million. And he's, when he gets to Madrid, there's injury, the injuries are catching up with him. Um, he has a couple the of injuries. The weight is boiling yeah. on him as well. But you could still see the class he shows. And the standout one for me, Keith, is when they go to Old Trafford in the, in the Champions League. Yeah. I think, I think Real Madrid might be 2 0 up or something from the first leg. And Ronaldo scores a hat trick that night. And literally yeah. 75,000 people at Old Trafford stand and applaud this guy off the pitch because yeah. what he done on that, I watched that game. I'll always remember watching that game because I thought it was one of those you can watch where you're United at home, Real Madrid, are you a little bit past it? You know, you know that kind of way you're, you're, you're trying to see what way this game might go. And I just sat. Again, mesmerised by this fella because some they, they were starting to write him off. Had he got it? Had he got the pace? Yeah. Had he got? Could he be as effective as he was? And he literally he put United with the sword on his own. It was, yeah. it was, it was. I suppose I, I won't say the perfect send off for him as a footballer, but when you can put a moment in like that towards the back end of yeah. your career to something to just hold up and go, I'm still that fucking good. You the mad only, thing about it, he was only probably only about 26 at that stage. Yeah, like I mean? Kevin Sullivan says, guys, spend a half an hour on YouTube after this. It's water. It, it's a hundred percent more. Just type yeah. in Brazilian Ronaldo into YouTube and enjoy because that performance that night for me was well, just yeah, not unreal. only that, not only that, honestly, if you guys, you know, fa- when fans talk about players or their, or their favorite, you know, when, when they talk about great players, they always tend to sort of obviously go for their favorites, mm-hmm. you know, and, and sort of there's always biasness, right? The yeah. way or one way to look at it or one way to assess greatness of players is by going by testimonies of great players or great defenders and great coaches. And there's somewhere, and I'm sure you can find it on YouTube, and I advise and I suggest everyone to, to, to try to find the French national team discussing how they will or how they are looking forward to playing Brazil Ronaldo in the World Cup final. What year would it be in 98? And what happened at that, the start of that was fucking disgraceful. Well, exactly. But the pressure yeah. on him by Nike, you know, he, he's, he has a fit in the changing room and he's sent out to play. All the players are like, oh no, he's not playing. Like the, exactly. He Roberto was, Carlos and all are saying, oh no, he's not going to be playing. We have to play without him. The next thing he's getting the fucking lineup. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? No, like but, the but, pressure that was on him was unreal. But Keith, there's a there's a there's a little I don't know if it's a program or a little documentary yeah. of, of the players. Like we're talking great, great players. The likes yeah. of the, we're talking about Turon, Blanc, Desai, we're not talking yeah, about it was quality. We're not, we're not talking about your local cow. We're talking <laughs> one of some of the greatest players the world's ever seen. Talking about another fellow footballer. They're not talking about someone before their time or ahead of their time. They're talking about someone they're about to face. And you just watch that and that will tell you everything you need to know about how good this Ronaldo was. Yeah. I've never... And do you know what I have to say as well? Mm. Sorry, Gab. Yeah. One of the things I'd say about, I hate talking about a player who could have been if it wasn't for injuries. This fella was lethal after the injuries. Do you know what I mean? He just, if he hadn't got injured, you're talking like, oh, this world good. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's absolutely... You, you can't stress how good he was. You can't. And when you say how he could have been, it's not like it was one of these, 
you know, uh, the, the injuries round them, like, give me a random player that injuries fucked up that never really fulfilled it. This isn't Ronaldo. Ronaldo went on, I think his whole Real Madrid career was, you know, on the wane, and he still got a shitload of goals, and he still had moments of magic, loads of them. Do you know what I mean? This fellow was outrageous. He was brilliant. And, and just to finish on him, like he, that happens to him in 1998 and he should never have played. I I, I have yeah. a feeling he was probably taken out of the ground to hospital and brought back again. And there was all sorts yeah. of stuff going on and he shouldn't have played. And he goes off soon into the final. And I think that's what makes France win the game. They look and go, if he's gone off, we can win this, you know. Yeah. Um, all things being equal, I think Brazil probably would have beat them on the day if Ronaldo had been fully fit. That's just my honest opinion because, yeah, uh, you know. The Brazilian players would have been affected as well by that you know yeah, what I mean their head France were good France were good don't get me wrong but there's a couple of hairy good, moments yeah. in that World Cup and I think him looking at the likes of Blanc although a great defender Desai is around LeBuff is around Lizarazu uh, Toram Ronaldo would have fancied himself against any of them and I know he would yeah. because just the way the player he was but I've never been as happy for a player to win a World Cup than four years later when he scores two in yeah, the final against absolutely. Germany and I just yeah, thought you know what he was treated disgustingly in 1998 because literally, yeah. a na- like, do you remember Neymar goes down in 2014? Was it? Was it 2014 World Cup in Brazil? And Probably. remember, remember, he gets hurt, and they're all with the jerseys and and yeah, the, 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 yeah, the countries yeah. in mourning. The pressure, the pressure Ronaldo was under was way more than what Neymar was under, oh. way more. Um, but for him to see him win a World Cup and do it by scoring two goals in the final against Germany in 2002. Yeah. I was absolutely Poetic delighted justice. for the bloke. Absolutely. Yeah. So, Ronaldo's not on our team, although we'd love him to be. Um, <laughs> what a shame. What, what are we going with up front, lads? What are we, uh, now we can Who pick we any think? forward we want. I want Luis Suarez. I'm going to put it out there right now. Mm. Didn't even think of him. I wouldn't get near my team, but yeah, okay. Okay, I, I'm, uh, I'm trying I to see, I, I think we're going to outvote that there. Mm. I'm going to go with someone... I... I, I, I Quickly, quickly, before um, I, it came to me, I quickly Googled bef- to check that, you know, when he took when he got his injury and when he stopped playing. And I think in those years, it was he was uh, good enough to sort of be in contention and, and talking. You know, we're talking about injuries being ruined by, sorry, injuries ruining great careers. Mm. Well, yeah. after, after Ronaldo, there was a player called Marco Van Basten. And in terms of, we're talking about loud drop, the equivalent of the most natural goal scorer, skillful, uh, number nine. Wow. Marco Van Basten was one of my favorites of all time. I think another one that injuries totally, totally uh, ruined. And, uh, you know, we, we didn't get to see enough. Well, I got to see enough of him because I rate him that highly. But the world, in my opinion, didn't get enough to see about. Uh, sorry, didn't get to see enough of Marco Van Basten. He was, yeah, he was pretty retired after '93. Was it '93? '95, <laughs> I think it was. It, it was '94, but I don't think he played a hell of a lot of games between '93 and '95. No. I think there was a couple of comebacks no, that that just didn't yeah. materialise. He was brilliant. He was he was an assassin. He was he was literally we went in the box. He scored. It was as good. I mean, the modern. I mean, I mean, the modern. The modern day fan would probably remember Burkamp more, but this guy based his game on Burkamp. Burkamp based his game on Marco Van Basten. You see the Burkamp touch. You see the touch. You see these strikers where they they turn with their first touch, right? Whether it's on the volley or along the floor. 
Van Basten was the master of that. The first touch turn is is a skill that not many have. You know, you try watching Lukaku try it. That's I'll tell you how hard. You know, you you know, you, it, it was a deft skill and a touch. And Van Basten was the true master of that, making space in the penalty box. His hat trick against England um, in the which Euros was it? I can't remember now. Uh, possibly Euro ninety. Oh, I can't remember now. Eighty-eight. Yeah, it was before ninety. You see, that's the thing. You're yeah. right. Yeah, it was eighty-eight. Um, what a mesmerizing hat trick! One of the I best was... players. One of the best players. The most intelligent players you're ever likely to see around the penalty box. The art of making space. You know how Robbie Fowler was brilliant at it. Absolutely brilliant at it. Well, this guy was. Is there? Is, just, is there? I've put Suarez's name out there. Is there an argument for Thierry Henry? Um, I wouldn't have had him anywhere near it personally, Thierry Henry. Okay, Kevin Sullivan. Not, Kevin I'm Sullivan. Not a fan of the Premier League, to be honest. <laughs> Kevin Sullivan. Liverpool, and that's it. Kevin Sullivan link, uh, list Henry Ibrahimovic, Klinsman, Papan, Romario, Viali, Zola. He throws a load of names in there. Well, it's yeah. very. It's listen. It's very difficult to go against, in my opinion. Now, guys, obviously, we've got to agree here. But I can't see how we can go against Ibrahimovic. Ibrahimovic? Oh. Ah, fuck off, Grizz, will Ibrahimovic. What's his ah, weakness? He's a cocky bastard. I can't stand the man. If he was standing in front of me, I wouldn't That's give him a slap. But when he turned around, I'd say to me, mate, he's a prick. I don't like him. <laughs> yeah, but then you, are you, and then he's are a big fucker. Yeah, okay, Keith, if we take that yardstick, we cannot even mention Suarez then. I think Zlatan is a flat-track bully of a player who... Oh, man. Well, I wouldn't say shits himself on the big stage. He's flattered to deceive more than he's actually done at. So Zlatan doesn't come into it for me. Now, I want to go back to Van Basten. Right? A point on Van Basten. Only one season did he get over 20 goals. 91-92, he got 25 goals for AC Milan. Now, when you compare that to the likes of Messi and Ronaldo, it sounds absolute dirt. But back then... That was 25 goals in 30 hours. Phenomenal. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So they, they've sort of muddied the waters with the amount of goals that they've scored. Van Basten was getting like 18, 19 a season. And that was outrageous it because really the defence was... was, was the it was all about defence, wasn't it? It was, you that know, they could the, kick the kick yep, lumps out of them. The masters of defence. That era was the most defensive era you're ever likely to see. And that's yeah. why... You're right. Getting 18, 17, 18 goals in Serie A was the equivalent of getting 30. 35, yeah. I agree, yeah. Someone else that deserves a shout, mm. maybe, and I don't think I saw anyone mention him, Samuel Etu. Discuss. Uh, Etu was a brilliant forward. Brilliant forward. Yeah. Um, the only thing I would say is he's at Mallorca, isn't he, for a couple of years, and yeah. he goes to Barca, and, you know, he's at Inter, and he's brilliant. I, I, I don't get me wrong. He, he was brilliant in his prime. I just don't think he's up there as the best in no. a world eleven. You know, if I, I think David Villa was better personally than Etio. Uh, like, does Romario get a, get a mention? Oh, Romario should yeah. heroes, but again, Romario. Oh, wow! Now you see, this is it. Romario was one of my ultimate heroes. Another one in that era, Keith. You probably. Um, Adhere to this idea of George Weir. 
George Wales was amazing. Phenomenal. Yeah. Amazing. Absolute incredible player. We're talking about sort of battering ram skill, pace, height. Yeah. Oh, he, he had it absolutely all. any role. Was an absolute yeah. beast of a player. Had the passion, the desire. He was That's amazing. A, I'm surprised you know, no one's mentioned Ruud van Nistelrooy and all this goal scoring messing. Yeah, Ruud van Nistelrooy. But as a player, like... Yeah, Ruben Nistelrooy was just a pure goal scorer, wasn't that's he? Right, that's, the what, person, that's what the fellow up front is there for. It is, but you want a bit more from them, you know. Right. You're you, have Michael Loud, you have Michael Loudrop and Cristiano Ronaldo messing around beside you. I know, yeah, I know. But the person I yeah, would no, have been known for who hasn't got a mention is Gabriel Batistuta. Who? Batistuta. Batistuta. In the 90s, right? Well, I'm saying about Van Basten got only more than 20 goals once in 91-92. In the 90s, Batistuta and Serie A got over 20 goals five times. Now, it was the latter part of the 90s, so it's, we're not talking about the same era as Van Basten. It was, he would have come on the scene, I think, at Fiorentina, maybe the year after Van Basten's golden period. But he got five times he got over 20, and once he got 19. You know, like Batistuta was absolutely brilliant. Now, he was a goal machine as well. Well, he's the Argentinian Shearer, isn't he? So we could make a case yeah. for Alan Shearer for sheer yeah, that's true. Goals. For sheer goals, yeah. 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 You could, but that's all, the Van Nistelrooy argument as well, isn't but it? But it all depends on where you want to go with this. Like, Dylan well, I like Gav's idea about because we've got, we've got Gav suggested that we've got... Um, who have we got on the wings? Yeah, you've Ronaldo and Loudrop. Loudrop and Ronaldo. Shevchenko was mentioned here by Ross. Uh, yeah, Dylan yeah, O'Rourke yeah. mentions Van Persie. He he believes he's very, very underrated. He also shouts yeah. at Michael Owen, who of course did win a Ballon d'Or as well. Um, yeah, just, won the Premier League at Man United as well. I, I just I just think like like when we look at this team like. Like Messi, Ronaldinho, Ronaldo was outrageous as a front three for the viewers' team, right? But when yeah. I look at our front three, I'm thinking Loudrop is so creative. Um, He'd be putting balls on plates for whoever you want. Ronaldo's going to look to be in the box and score shitload of goals. You know, you're not going to be running many channels in this team. You're just going to be standing in the box going, listen, put it in there and I'll finish it. And Van Nistelrooy and, you know, Kevin Sullivan says Van Nistelrooy and Ronaldo would end up occupying the same space if you're looking at it tactically. We need a false nine, really, in his opinion. Um I don't know if you need a false nine because I think Loudrop isn't the sort that would run beyond your forwards. I think Loudrop's more the type that would probably drift inside and look to create. So you're looking for really good movement. And I think, like, don't get me wrong, I didn't like the fella, but Van Nistelrooy for me was just, give him a chance and he just buried it. No, did not yeah. notice. he couldn't play with Ronaldo. Van Nistelrooy Ronaldo. I like when, when Beckham was at United, Van Nistelrooy was getting a shitload of goals. Nice, Ronaldo came nice. in and Van Nistelrooy wasn't getting Batistuta has what? a statue of Fiorentina. What, oh, what listen, a man. Listen, does Bergkamp get in the conversation? Bergkamp, I think he was in the attacking midfield. Last doesn't matter, but we can pick whoever we want. We can pick who we want because. Well, then we can have Maradona. Jesus Christ. True. But then again, Maradona's peak was more the 80s. As we said last night with P. It was the 80s you're looking at. Um, ah, that's the only thing, yeah. That's the only, only thing. Otherwise, there's no debate. There's absolutely no debate. No. Mar- so we, listen, we have to pick a striker. Guys- are we going for somebody that just bangs goals? Or are we looking for someone to just terrorise people in all sorts of ways? I think we've... Well, who are you who's, thinking? Who's your midfield? 
See, what we have is we have Roy Card, Huller and Iniesta. So we could put go to a 4 4 quite easily here. Roy Card, Huller, Central, Iniesta on one side, Leo up on the other, pushing all up front with another. Loads of flexibility in our team. I think that's a very good shout. <coughs> with, that, with that midfield, I don't think we would go 4 3 3. Ross wants Crespo. He's a tap in merchant. Crespo was brilliant. Yeah. Crespo was brilliant. Yeah. Well, if you're going to talk, listen. The most one of the most cleverest players. Oh look, we can't have Bearcamp because Dylan Dylan says, look, if you are playing away, you can't even go on the plane. So no, yeah, he, no, he's I don't out. want him. Blade missed that. Hey, get yeah. the ball. No, Dan, no. Dan Tomo gives a shout to Drogba as well to pull up there. That's a shout. Oh, no, Jesus Christ, no way. It's a shout, though. It's a shout. He just Listen, hates everybody that's not Liverpool. I'm he? not. Do you know what? Like, I, no, honestly, I, I hate the Premier League. I only like Liverpool. I would not yeah, watch Blade. Not that Premier League nonsense. I've really, I've really enjoyed discussing opinions with you, and I've agreed with you. I hate agreeing with people so much, right? <laughs> but but you've shocked me on how you've totally disrespected Zlatan Ibrahimovic. Now, oh, putting aside, he's oh, an baby. absolute wanker. I couldn't give two fucks about that. He is. He's an absolute wanker. But every team needs a wanker, and he is. He's what a player. I mean, there's nothing he didn't have. Now, if Luis Suarez... He didn't have a league, Champions League. It is... Oh, come on. With, with Do you remember when we won in 05? Um, he was with Juventus, wasn't he? And we, we played Juve, and all the talk was, oh, Zlatan, Zlatan. Brutal didn't show up at all. He might scored against us in the return leg, but the, his overall play he was fucking brutal. Canavaro scored. Did he not score? Canavaro no scored. He missed the sitter, then he, he popped one over. He missed the bleeding howler, actually. But... <laughs> Gonna, just for me he was always you know he, he always fluffed it it was only when he got older and he became this mythical fucking god Zlatan I am Zlatan all this shit that no, he was you that. know I'm not falling for that no, no, I I uh, David Lennon David Lennon reckons uh, Zlatan is so overrated um, oh, there you go David uh, my man Stephen O'Connor says some great shouts in here there's too many um well, I've got two more. I think, two I think, I, Avo, Avo asks Dylan, what is he, asked, Avo asks Dylan, what's he talking about? Um, and they're going, up, they're going on about Mr. T. Now, Dylan's just having a laugh, I think. Dylan's just trying to Yeah, Mr. Um, T, won't go on the plane, Two players, two players who, cleverest players in their head, the most intelligent strikers you're ever likely to see. The only thing for me could be, the technique does, is not as fast and, Clever, as good as their brain, Viali and Klinsman. I have them both on my list. Yeah, players. have them both on my list. Stephen O'Connor says Henrik Larsson. Well. Stephen O'Connor says Henrik Larsson. Da- Dan Tomo says Raul. Um, Raul, yeah. Ross says what Raul about machine, yeah. what about Lewandowski? Oh, what so a- many. There is so yeah, many, but listen, we're going to have to agree we on somebody here. We're going to have to agree on someone. Um, I'm, I'm not going to... to I'm Hold not, on. No, no, Keith, go back to your four-four-two suggestion. Run me through that formation, and then we'll pick someone. So our team so far, Grizz, we've Schmeichel and Goldzinetti and Lama fullback. We've got yeah, Van Dijk, Chiellini, and a centre-back, right? Yeah. But in midfield, we've got Roy Card, Huller, and Iniesta. And we've got Michael Eldrup on one wing and Ronaldo on the other. Now, what I'm saying there is in the real world, if this fantasy football game took place, you'd have Huller and Rijkaard in the centre of midfield. You'd push Iniesta to one side, Eldrup to the other. You have Ronaldo up front with A.N. over. Who's the other? All right. In that case, if we're putting Ronaldo through the middle, then I would go for an out-and-out goal scorer. 
I'd like to rule out Van Basten. Rule out Van Basten? Mm. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. I'll bow. That's true. I'm outvoted. I because because <laughs> I, I'll, I'll, t- I'll tell you why. Because, and this is going on way too long. Um, that's fine. No, no, that's but, it. You don't need to discuss why. I agree with you. Uh, uh, the reason being, I, I get all the 88 reference and stuff, but from yeah, 90, no it's probably only a little period of 90 to 93 where, it, yeah. you know, there's three years there where I think there's more players there that have done more over this, a longer period of time. No problem. If so, I rule and Maradona, we probably have to rule him out as well, would we? Mm. I think Raul is a brilliant show. I think Raul is a brilliant show. Mm. I would just well, I mean. That. Yeah. Didn't Ronaldo break Raul's goal record for Real Madrid? Like, so I, just, I wouldn't be I against it. I thought about it. I pictured Raul with Ronaldo up top and then just uh, louder. Oh, my God. I pictured it. Can you imagine the interplay I, between Raul and Iniesta? I, I'm just saying that Raul fair enough, right? But if you wanted to do that and you wanted to pull Ronaldo up, forward, up front with someone that's going to terrorise people, you, you get back to Luis Suarez. Luis Suarez doesn't yeah. get into the world all-time 11. Oh, I don't Sorry, his, numbers, his numbers are quite good since he, even since he left us. They're phenomenal. Etc. Et Magnificent striker. But he doesn't get into the likes of Raul for me. Okay. Ahead of Raul. He okay. just doesn't get ahead of Raul. Okay. Um, so Raul is a definite contender. Let's put somebody up against Raul and then we'll decide between the three of us. A lot um, of people that look for Thierry Henry. Where do you still stand on him? I'm not pushed on him. Thierry Henry was an outstanding footballer. He um, was. He was brilliant. So quick. So good in front of goal. Again, strong as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, why have we ruled out? I don't think. I don't, I don't think Thierry Henry is the the other choice. I think Batistuta is the other choice. Hmm. Do you know I what? think Batistuta or Raul. Right, but that's that's going on 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 the on the on the you know presumption that you're going to switch this formation. Oh yeah. Oh, we are. We are. So if if we weren't switching formation, if we needed to go four three three, so we weren't overrun in midfield, were you happy with Raul being your lead man? Absolutely. Because I think are you only putting Raul in there because Ronaldo's going in beside him? Or are you putting Raul in there as a front man in a in a three man? You know, he's a lone striker. But you know, I, I think Raul. I think Raul fits in both. So therefore, in my opinion, I'll suggest Raul gets ahead because he can play both roles. He can play the front. He can play the lone nine, the front man, and he can drop deep as well. Okay. Whereas Batistuta is your out and out gunman. Yeah, I like the out-and-out gun man, you see. Keith, <laughs> choice is yours. Well, my choice was back to steal it all along. Um, Go on then. But, you know, oh, I'm, but, uh, I'm back But Grizz does make a good point that if you're playing in a 4 3 3 and others yeah. have made the point you want the false nine, Raul can do that. And much more fluid. And much more fluid. He's not like he's lacking in goals, is it? Yeah. <laughs> Raul. What a brain. What a brain Raul was. What a brain Raul had. I mean, he was sort of amongst Figo, Zidane, Ronaldo, Beckham. I was going to say, yeah. You know, and he, he didn't look never at voice. Mm. <laughs> he was quite the orchestrator amongst those lot. Do you know what else I'm looking at as well? You're going up a defensive par- against defensive partnership of Cannavaro and Baresi. So they're not going to leave a hell of a lot of room in behind for you to run beyond and 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 you know try just be physical against them. You're gonna need someone cute, 
And I think Raul yeah. falls into that more than anyone else we've mentioned. So I think we go they'll, with Raul. They'll catch, they'll catch better Stu offside every fucking day of the week. Is Raul the man? Am I right? Am I right in Raul yeah. then? I think Raul's the man. I'll go for Raul. Yeah. Never even come into the conversation and storms up on the inside. Um, I have a list of about 20 strikers here and well, he's not on it. Well, do you know, do you know, do you know something? Um, there's loads of names have come in here tonight for all the positions we've spoken about. All week, there's been loads of names that have come in that we didn't even get to speak about. And somebody says there, Jesus, we need a B team. Listen, <laughs> listen, we, there's about there's about 15 lads that contribute Um probably a little bit more than that, that contribute to the day trippers, right? And just most of us are in a WhatsApp group. We talk all day, mostly bullshit. Vast majority of it is bullshit. Um, and winding each other up. But when we get into conversation, it gets extremely heated and, and, you know, over footballers or all sorts of, we, we can speak football. Let's be honest about it, right? When, when we want to. If you want to give me a team from start to finish and post it, to L- and at the LFC day trippers, there is four, five, six people that have access to that account. We'll see it, we'll answer it, and we'll argue the point with you. So anybody that's watching now, anybody that's watching on YouTube, Periscope, listening to the download, whether that's on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your get your podcast, if you hear this and you think well, I don't really agree with that team, whether it's the viewers team or the alternate team, if you don't agree, put your own team down. Send it to at LFC Day Trippers on Twitter, and the lads will love it. They'll we'll just we'll yeah. absolutely just go with it all day long. Like David Lennon throws in Baggio, David Lennon throws in Christian Vieri, he throws in Totti. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, so many good players. Yeah, it, and there's so much like <clears throat> Kev O'Sullivan mentions the words knowledge there. There's so much knowledge in the chat room of players, not only from us three, but from people watching. The, the knowledge is obviously there yeah. of players from these eras. So if you do have the team you'd like, bang it down, send it on a tweet to us, at LFC Day Trippers, put the hashtag World11 on it if you want, and somebody who's looking at the account, whether it's today, tomorrow, or the next day, will come back to you with, oh, I like him, or I don't like him, or, you know, and yeah. we just, we basically have an argument about football all day long, and that's what it's about, because there's nothing going on at the minute. Grace, exactly, yeah. Grace, we finish with the um, team, so it ends up, Viewers team is Buffon, Cafu, Canavero, Baresi, Maldini, Alonso, Gerard, Zidane, Messi, Ronaldinho, Ronaldo, as in the Brazilian one. Air team is Schmeichel, Zanetti, Virgil van Dijk, Chiellini, Lam, Rijkaard, Iniesta, Hullet, Michael Laudrup, Cristiano Ronaldo, Raul. Um, Grizz, hand on heart, which team would you prefer? Oh, fucking hell, God. Uh, I'm going with with the Trippers team. You're going with the Trippers team, Keith. Yeah, I, I'm. Yeah, the front line of that bleeding that uh, viewers team, but it was tasty, isn't it? <laughs> but I think the fluidity of the alternate team there and <clears throat> the solidity. Yeah, I'm going for the alternate team. Mm, I'm looking at them, and I'd agree. Which is, I think we have a defence that suits us better to handle the viewers from three than they have the suit airs. That's the way yeah. I look at it. I tell you I tell you where I think we win it. I think Rijkaard and Gullit overpower Alonso in midfield. And I, I know that was a mad, mad shout. I love Alonso, Liverpool <laughs> legend, blah, 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 blah. Mm. But, wow, 
Gullet and Rykard having for breakfast, dinner, and lunch. Okay. Uh, David Lennon asks, is it from 1990 onwards? Yes, it's from 1990 yeah. until today. So anybody that's out there, whether it's you're watching live or you're listening to the download later on, if you want to send us the team, by all means, do it. We we see every tweet. We reply. We have the laugh. We have the arguments. And that's what it's all about. There's no football going on at the moment. So we are trying to fill our days with talk of world 11s and, and bits and pieces. We'll be back. And we will, and we will never look down on your team. And no. No, 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 we're not, we don't think we know, we're not, we're exactly, we're not the definitive opinions on football, like, you know, many others will say and think, we will, you know, we will look at your team, we'll discuss and debate it all day long, mm. because that's what it's about. Absolutely. And Unless you put Zlatan in, in which case, don't you? <laughs> Shut up, Pete. <laughs> um, no, no, we just argue with you all day, and, and that's fine. Yeah. People, that's what it's there for, you know, and like Raul has literally come out of nowhere tonight to take that spot in that team, oh. I'm being honest with you. Any formation, says Kevin Sullivan, anything you want. Put it in there, give us your formation and your side and we'll talk about it. There will be players that will pop up and, you know, I do try to look at it go, does he compliment him? Does he compliment him? You know, different things. Yeah. At the end of the day, you can put as many deadly players you want on the pitch. If you don't work together, it doesn't work. Um, we will be back tomorrow night and tomorrow night will be our next in the series of our season review. I can't remember what month we're on. I'm going to say it's November. November. We'll probably try for yeah. in November and December and just go through them as quickly as we can because yeah. December is deadly. Let's be honest about it. Yeah. David Lennon is shouting Hadji at me now. Um, like there's so many. I teams. mentioned him in the group. David. Uh, yeah. Stephen, o- Stephen O'Connor says Ronald Koeman. There you go. There's another one. Um, let me see. Dylan O'Rourke says, "Meet you, Ben Arthur, John Flanagan." Fuck off, Dylan, will you? Uh, but listen, yeah, but that's for his one season wonder eleven. Hold yeah. on, give Dylan oh. a break. There, Dylan suggests doing a Premier League one season wonder. That's the next week's agenda, Gav. Okay. Yeah, we can do that's a Premier League one season wonder. Yeah, absolutely, we can do that. I'll write that down and we'll try to do something on it. Uh, we might do a week long on it, but we might do a show only <laughs> and pick a. Yeah. Um, what I'll do is I'll get I'll line up Grace and Keith for one night next week. I'll tell them when we're doing it, and they have to have the teams ready before we um yeah. before we get going, right? Because otherwise Grace yeah. will get extremely extremely fucking confused as to what's going on, <laughs> and he won't even argue with me with that. Um, listen, that's been the Fatback for daily. It's been brilliant. The week has been great talking about all this. It really has. Um, the viewers have made it. The the, the people that have voted have made it, and um, we just come yeah. along and discuss it. Um. That's all we really do. Grizz, it's been amazing. Thanks a million. I love you. Nothing. No pleasure, mate. Uh, no pleasure. No problem, mate. <laughs> good stuff. Good stuff. Keith, I need food. Keith, Keith I'll talk to you in a bit. Love you. Take care. Love you too, God. Love you, Grizz. Yeah, love mate. you, listeners. Okay. He does not love that, that Annie Behemovich, though. That's it. We're out of here. Good luck. Over and out. Bye-bye. Okay, parachute's ready. Boy, the things I go through to get on all on rates as slow as 0.99% APR for 60 months on new vehicles with PenFed. You are aware that you don't have to be a military member to save hundreds on your auto loan, aren't you? Anyone can join PenFed. As someone terrified of heights, I probably should have looked into that. Probably. Drop me off at the shore. PenFed Credit Union. Visit PenFed.org slash autos or call 1-800-247-5626. Advertised rates available through the PenFed car buying service. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. I have been fed, that's a fact. I have been fed, that's a fact. My credit card purchases get me cash back. My credit card purchases get me cash back. No one else gets these rewards. Sergeant, that is just plain untrue. What in tarnation? Sir, 
PenFed's PowerCash Rewards Card isn't just for military members. Anyone can get cash back on all purchases. Ah, figgins! You've ruined my favorite song. PenFed Credit Union. Visit PenFed.org slash PowerCash. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Sports Social Podcast Network.